0: Hey, sports fans, thanks for stopping by. I'm Hosk, and I'm just glad Goldberg didn't win.
1: I'm Jones, and I can't wait for the spread on Sunday.
2: I'm Kudo, and I'm going to WrestleMania. Let's get into sports and stuff.
1: What are we talking about? I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we are in here talking about practice. Or not. Ball into the wind of it is outside. You're an announcer with a long stick from time to time. Touch the ball, Joe! You'll make- Funny to meet you. Screw it. This is your time. Now go out there and take
2: it. On tonight's episode, we're previewing Super Bowl Fifty Five.
1: I've got a buttload of Jones Super Bowl props for the boys.
0: And EA Sports is bringing back NCAA football games. Let's go. Edge and Bianca Belair are also going to WrestleMania. One of baseball's best players is on the move and the MLBPA doesn't seem to have a plan for getting back to work.
1: McDavid and Dreisaitl have a night for the Oilers, while COVID continues to run rampant through the Central Division.
2: And we see how the new format paid off as we recap
0: our rare stakes. This is Intersports and Stuff. All right, boys. The time has come. Tom Brady marching into his 10th Super Bowl, going up against... Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs in his second Super Bowl. What do you guys like for this weekend?
1: What's, what's going to happen? Chiefs. That's all I got to say. The Chiefs.
2: Well, I like to think it's going to be a very close game. And that, yes, Mahomes is going to carry the Chiefs to their
0: second straight Super Bowl win. Well, I picked the Chiefs to win before the season even started, unlike you two losers. Um, so I'm going to ride the Chiefs as well. Uh, I would just hope that you guys didn't rub your bad juju all over them. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm hoping for a good game. Obviously, I don't really have a, a horse in this race, but at the same time, I've always been a huge Tom Brady fan. So it, it really just, uh, you know, it really just brings joy to my heart to get to watch him play in another Super Bowl, the 10th of his career. Yeah, yeah, sure you were. Fuck the Patriots. Fuck Tom Brady. I, well, to be honest, I'm happy it worked out for Brady because at least, you know, he doesn't have to... You know, he's out of fucking Bill Belichick. There's no doubt that he's a player at this point.
1: Hold on here. It's not like he went to the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, look at the team. Look at the receiving core that he has in Tampa Bay. He brings in his best buddy, Gronkowski. He brings in Antonio Brown. He brings in... Like, he... He's got a receiving core there in Tampa Bay. It's not like, you know, the team he went to was shit. Um, Tampa Bay's defense is probably one of the best in the league right now.
0: Yeah, but I, I think, like, strategically, he went to a team that was willing to put some players on the field around him. It's not like he, he he's played in fucking uh, with the Patriots, and he, the best receiver he fit, he's had, he had Gronkowski, and he had Randy Moss. And other than that, it was fucking, like, Dion Branch and Julian Edelman. Don't forget about Aaron and Hernandez. And fucking – what's his fucking Hogan? What's his name? Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan, fucking lacrosse player. Like, give me a fucking break. Don't forget about Aaron Hernandez. we we'll never forget about Aaron Hernandez. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, but, uh, it, you know, it, fuck, yeah, like uh, – I, I don't know. I, I I've I've gained respect for Tom Brady this
1: year. Let's just put it that way. I, I can understand, but I'm just saying. Like you know, he goes he goes to a team that was was a quarterback away from being a contender, and he's brought them to that level. Like he he still threw three picks in the game against Green Bay on Sunday, like last week, two weeks ago, I guess.
0: Yeah, he's not the, like he's not. Just He's human. He's fucking forty-three years old, or however old he is. Like, you know, he's he's human. But you know, I I have a newfound respect for him. He's done a lot. He's he didn't have any training camp. Remember, keep that in mind. He came into a new team, new systems. He's had to learn it with these guys without without training camp through COVID. Uh, you know, limited meetings because you know a lot of electronic meetings because they haven't been able to you know be in close contact with each other. So. You have got to give a bit of credit where credit's due to him. I'm we're gonna. I want to jump off the Super Bowl for one sec, guys, just because I have a talking point with this. There was a big trade in the NFL this week. Um, Stafford uh, of the Lions, Drew Staff, Matt Matt Stafford. Stafford, Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford, not <laughs> the Drew Stafford, Matt Stafford, the quarterback. Um, got traded from Detroit to the Rams for Jared Goff, uh, third round pick this year, and two future first round picks. Uh, let's let's get your take on the trade um and then I have a talking point about this before we get back to the Super Bowl so what do you guys think what what, what are your thoughts uh what are your reactions to that uh, blockbuster trade in the NFL this week it caught me off guard
2: cuz that i didn't realize that they were actually going to trade him right away like Stafford I knew he, they were going to part ways and all that but i didn't see it coming like almost like what a couple days later He's just gone right and then to the rams of all teams i was not expecting that
0: I didn't know the off season was open. Like I didn't know if there was a trade one. I don't know if it's official even yet, but it's been the trade's broken anyway. So it's out there. I don't know. I don't know what kind of restrictions they have around uh, moving players at this point, but
1: yeah, like I know. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say that I know like Jason Witten's announcing like his retirement and he can't sign with the Cowboys. Like he's signing a one day contract with the Cowboys to retire. With the Cowboys again, um, and he can't sign until March because that's when his contracts like expires, yeah, that's when the new new league year
0: starts right if if the if the Raiders were to release him, I think he could sign, yeah. but he because he finished the year with them, I don't think there's any point. He might still be collecting money from
1: them, so they're not going to release them to do that right but I'm just saying I think the uh, the trade can't be official until March when the new league season starts. Like, I think they've agreed to it in principle and everything like that. I think it just can't be officially announced until March.
0: So a couple of components here. So Goff has a big deal. Is Goff shit? Like, do we, are we completely off Goff? Is he done? Or what do you, do you think he's, you know, what's he going to do in Detroit? Is he just there to place hold until so they drafted a quarterback to replace him? Or is he coming in and they're you know they're rebuilding but you know trying to rebuild with a chance to compete what do you guys think
1: i think they're gonna rebuild with goth i think goth uh, goth um and they're gonna use that as like instead of having to draft a qb in the next couple drafts i think they're gonna use him and try and draft some like o linemen or d linemen or positions of need um and then they'll worry about the quarterback in the next coming couple of years, I think. Yeah. He's probably got like two or
0: three years of guaranteed money on his contract. He's got a huge fucking contract. So it's like, there's an albatross of a deal. It's like, it leads to a big haul for Detroit, but I think, you know, that leads to the, the picks were probably the two first round picks or the first and the third might even have been like market value for Stafford, in my opinion, but then getting, uh, Getting the extra first round pick probably was to take golf back, so he's off the books. I think he's still even got some dead money on the on the Rams books because of uh, uh, bonuses, but he would have had a lot of money if they were releasing
1: him or or whatever. Well, just imagine the price tag that Deshaun Watson's going to get now, like the Texans are going to get for for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, sounds
0: like they don't want to trade him, but I can't. So that that really just seems like it's over. It seems like JJ Watson's yeah. done too. Yeah. Sounds like. Uh, they're going to probably release him. I can't see anybody trading for him knowing that he's done. He's got no committed money on the books. So, yeah. you know, they might, they'll, they'll probably just release him uh, to save the 17 million or whatever it is that they, that he's owed. But this is my, this is my talking point guys. This is what I was trying to queue up. Um, so Tom Brady left, left the Patriots. Uh, you know, he didn't, he was done with the Patriot way. You know, he put in his time. He went he wanted to go, I don't know, have fun or just, get away from Belichick, do things his way. Uh, so he goes goes to Tampa Bay. Um, it kind of broke after this trade came out. Stafford said, I'll go anywhere except New England. Now, I want to ask you guys a question. Do you think that that I'll go anywhere but New England is Stafford saying, I don't want to go play for Bill Belichick? Or, I don't want to go to New England with pressures of being Tom Brady.
2: Good question. I'm going to go
1: with not wanting to play with Bill Belichick.
2: I might have to say the pressure of going there and have to be like the next Tom Brady. Because you see how like everyone's comparing, like Cam Newton's like, he's got to be their savior now that Tom Brady's gone and he can't fucking do it. So Stafford's probably thinking, if I have to go there, I got to be their savior. And I don't see myself doing that. So fuck that.
1: Uh, I don't, I don't know. I think Matt Stafford's a pretty good, uh, pretty good quarterback that. If you're going to take someone, like, look at what this guy plays through. The guy, the guy plays through more injuries than anybody in the NFL, I think. I don't think it has anything to do with being in Tom Brady's shadow. I think it's, he just does not like the way Bill Belichick runs a team, and he wants to go somewhere else. Hey, Jones, did
0: you see that clip I sent out this morning to our group chat? Not the group chat in Kudo. a different group chat. I'm um, sorry, sorry, you didn't see that one. Did, did watch no, going? I didn't
1: watch it. I was meaning to, but then I got busy and yeah. carried away. And...
0: So so it's it's basically uh, I'll share it with yeah, you. Yeah, whatever, man. This, so it still hurts. See. Yeah, so this is uh it's from a couple of years ago. End of the game against the Browns, the Browns are leading. He scrambles out, out to one Stafford scrambles, goes one side of the field, runs back the other side of the field, looking for a receiver, steps up, throws one, you know, deep downfield. Um, takes a huge fucking shot, like gets like knocked out. He's mic'd up at the time too. This is the, yeah. what makes the story, the video crazy. So he's mic'd up, he gets knocked out. He, he's down, he's like not getting up. Um, old lineman tells him there's a pass interference call. He fucking, the trainers are coming out, he fucking springs to his feet. He's like, get off me, get the fuck away from me. And then, uh, and, but the trainers had already come out on the field. So then he had to go off the field. The last play of the game, it only extended because of this pass interference call. Um, so he goes off the sideline. Dante Call pepper's got to come in, and Stafford's pissed. Like he's laying down on the sideline. He's like his shoulder's fucked. He separated his non-throwing shoulder or something. Browns call a timeout, and he's lying on his back. And he's like, did they call timeout? I can go back in, and he, he gets back up. And they're like, like just stay down. He's like, get the fuck off me. Get me up. So they fucking pick him up. He runs down to the fucking huddle. And tells the coach. I could throw. I can throw. Put me in. I can I could pass. He fucking marches out there. He takes the snap. He throws a touchdown pass. And he's fucking, like, his arm is fucking like out of his. Like he's walking off. He's like high fiving people. But he's like, it's the most amazing fucking video. Just to hear his reaction. He's like, hey, get off me. Get off me. I'm going to
1: <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, I have so much respect for him because, like, even this year, like, they were down and out. And, like, He's still getting in there and playing games for the Lions just because he wants to play the game of football. And that's why I don't think it has anything to do with being the next, like, savior for, as, like, in New England. I think it's just he doesn't want to play for a coach like Bill Belichick. And that's, I think it has a lot to do as well because uh, Matt Patricia was with the, Patriots, and he probably brought over a lot of the same styles as what he was, what Bill Belichick was doing in New England. So he kind of has that mentality in his head already, and he doesn't want to be a part of that. And Patricia's gone back to New yeah. England, so like I think, I think that has a lot to do with it.
0: Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense to me. If if you had to pick one quarterback in the NFL that you think could go and turn the Patriots around next season. Let's not let's rule out Stafford's not going there. Aaron Rodgers isn't moving. Who who do you think has the best shot to go in? Big Ben, you
1: know, like is it? <laughs> I, I think Big Ben's terrible. There's no way. He yeah, he can't go there. now. I'd say Deshaun Watson probably.
0: Yeah, I, that,
1: well, I. don't think he's gonna go there. I,
0: I want to. Okay, let me rephrase. Like, if there was an unconventional quarterback that you had to pick to go there, or not like a. Less mainstream quarterback that would fit into like what they do in in New England.
1: Uh, Sam Darnold.
0: Yeah, that would actually be a good pick. I, my, I'm thinking the guy the guy to go and do it on short term is Fitzmagic. Mm, yeah, Fitzmagic would fit in like he's a smart guy. He's well he's tra- he's well traveled in the league. He can go in. He can he's a tough guy. So you know if they have some holes in the O line, he can he can take a hit. He's still got a good arm. He can manage a manage an offense.
1: It'd be the only AFC East team he hasn't played for.
0: Yeah, he complete the AFC. He played for the Jets. Yeah, right? he did. Yeah. 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 He did. He's a Harvard guy. I, I would he's agree. Got the, he's got the New England connection, the Boston connection.
1: I, I would think that would be a pretty good fit as well. I I don't think anyone like a like a backup in the league right now, like an Andy Dalton. I don't think would fit in there well.
0: I, I think Fitz Magic as kind of like a role quarterback could fit in there. Like, with he's got the the talent, yes. I think, to step in there and and do the job.
1: Yeah, I would say him or Sam Darnold. Like, I think he's going to be out of uh, New York, but I also think Sam Darnold could maybe end up in. There's a bunch of places that I think he might end up. So
0: I could say David Carr as well, maybe. Yeah, to, maybe to a lesser extent. Yeah, I think he. I think Fitzmagic would have a lot more success there than Carr, but I think Carr could be available, and he's he's one that could end up uh,
1: end up going to a situation like that. Well, are the Raiders though going to look for a quarterback in return?
0: Yeah, or they, you know, they splashed. The, they got Mariota already. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they went with Mariota, signed another. Quality backup and had a QB competition. Yeah, maybe they bring in Mitch Trubisky or someone like that to, uh, you know, two similar style quarterbacks. So you have, I don't know, I don't know whether similar style quarterbacks is good or a bad thing when creating your offense.
1: I would think it's you probably want more opposite quarterbacks, kind of like a New Orleans Saints kind of thing with Taysom Hill and uh, Drew Brees. You know, one that can run and throw, and then one that's more of the the pocket passer.
0: If you're going to use them both in the same Correct. game
1: plan, yeah. right?
0: But if you're, if it's just like a system, yeah. do you want to
1: have similar quarterbacks for the system, right? Correct. Good thing we've got the big offseason to talk about all this <laughs> stuff. We can uh, really dissect the uh, the quarterback and yeah. carousel. All
0: right, well, let's get to the important stuff. Let's get to our uh, Jones props for the, the Super Bowl. That's what everyone's really been waiting
1: for. Oh, boy. Do I have a, do I have a few doozies for you boys? sports better all right well let's uh let's start it off here who do you guys think is going to win the super bowl mvp award would you like some some odds with that or are you just gonna throw them out at me
0: well, i'll throw i'll throw a couple names at you okay and then you can give us the odds Let us know. okay so I, I'm gonna get I, my my thoughts are on the Chiefs. Yeah. My my number one is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Okay. And my number two thought is uh, Kelsey.
1: Okay. So uh, Edwards-Alaire is plus three thousand three hundred. So one buck wins you thirty three dollars. I think right. That yeah. And. Uh, Travis Kelsey is plus 1,000, so a dollar wins you 10 bucks on uh, Travis Kelsey. Kudo. Yeah. You got any? Uh, any guesses? Uh, Mahomes. Okay. He's the same as Kelsey, uh, minus 120, which is fine.
0: Uh, Williams. I got two two defensive players too.
1: Oh, you have two defensive players.
0: Plus Damian Williams? Darnell Williams. Damian. He's the running back. Damian Williams is the backup.
1: Damian runs, is, is it yeah. Darnell or Damien? I think it's Damien. I think so. Oh fuck, you make it. Is it Bell here.
2: playing or is Bell Hurt? I feel like Bell's Hurt. That's why I wasn't thinking him.
1: Le'Veon Bell is on the betting He'll shoot. be back? I think he's I
0: think he's gonna be back. I think he's back and Watkins is gonna be back.
1: Are you sure it's not Darnell? Oh it's telling me Damian Williams. Could be Darnell, I don't know. Because Darnell is the only Williams on here. Okay Hosk. Uh, who are your defensive players?
0: Daryl Williams.
1: There we go. Daryl Williams. I think,
0: I think da- Damian Damien might be an old uh, running back for them.
2: Then so why the fuck did he come up on the list when I fucking looked up their players?
1: I don't know. Uh,
0: so my defensive players, uh Honey Badger, um uh, Matthew.
1: Yeah. He's the same odds as Williams, so twenty five to one.
0: Twenty five to one. And um the Bucks player, uh, I want to say Devin White. One of the linebackers, White. Yeah,
1: thirty to one. So
0: Edwards Alaire is my biggest long shot. Is that what you're saying?
1: As of right now, yeah.
0: Crazy. I might drop a couple, couple
1: bets on him. There you go. My rare stakes. You never know, right? Rare stakes are going to yeah. be flying this week. I think.
0: Might have, might have a hundred rare stakes. I'm
2: oh shit! Go. You got enough money for all that?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Especially with the state of Ripple and uh, Dogecoin and, uh, and AMC. AMC yeah, right now. You're just.
1: Just taking a beat right
0: now. I'm playing the long game. We're playing the long yeah. game.
1: All right, boys. Um, next one is the length of the national anthem, over or under a minute and 59 seconds. Who's the singer? It is um Eric Church and somebody else. A duet. Ooh, a duet. Ooh. Um, over. Hit me with that over. Duet?
0: The duet's going over for sure. Especially a COVID duet. Yeah, it's gonna be over. They're not gonna have no timing. Although it could be pre-recorded. It Could be pre-recorded though. Are you playing some shenanigans? Because yeah, they're, they're allowed. fans there.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's fans there. All right. What else you got? Well, Kudo never gave me if he's going over or under a minute fifty-nine. I, I said over. We both said over. Well, okay. fuck. Fucking open your ears. Uh, coin flip. Heads or tails? Oh, it's tails. I go heads. Okay. Here we go. Over or under, 2.5 players will have a passing attempt.
2: Can you repeat that for me, please?
1: Over or under, 2.5 players will have a passing attempt. Over.
0: Over. Hundo P over that. I'll go under. So you're saying that no trick plays, nobody throws a pass other than Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes?
2: Yes. Oof. Idiot. <laughs> Well, we'll have to wait and see. Oh,
1: it's all that one. And I was very shocked because I, I agree that there's always a trick play in the Super Bowl. And uh, the over is actually paying plus 120. So it's uh Oh, walk that in. Right? That's what I was saying.
0: Even, even like the, the Bucks have used um, what's his name on the goal line offense? Um, the, the guy we've had to look up three times.
1: Oh yes. yeah, yeah. They
0: used them. They use him on the goal line. So they run a, they want a sneak play or a trick play from, or even a regular play like a play action from the goal line. They, you know, he can lob one in. Yeah.
2: Well, we're gonna have to wait and see. So we'll
0: find out, won't we? Easy money. It's probably gonna be Kelsey to Tyreek Hill though.
1: Tyreek Hill? Tyreek. 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 Yeah. There we go. All right. Next one, boys. Will scoring drive take less time? Than it takes to sing the national anthem. Any scoring? Any scoring drive take less time. Are we talking game clock or real clock? Game clock. Under.
0: Yes, under. There will there will be a scoring drive in less time than the national
1: anthem. Okay. I uh, I'm on the no bandwagon on that one.
0: You don't think there's gonna be any turnovers? That field position. Big kick returns.
1: I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at the odds, so I'm 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 liking the odds on the no. That's all.
0: Because everybody thinks it's going to be yes.
1: Exactly. <laughs> what will be the color of the liquid poured on the winning coach? Ooh, orange. The first orange or red. It's, it's you got to pick one or the other, and it's the first color. First, first left Orange with orange. I'm going with, Pluto? I'm going with uh, lime. Lime, which was with the green and yellow. I just want to let you know.
2: Isn't it just yellow?
1: No, it was lime, green, and yellow was one. Clear and water was one. Orange, blue, red, and purple were also different colors. Will a non QB throw a touchdown pass? Pluto I know your answer already would be no because we decided
0: no i'd like to hear i'd like to hear what he says on this yeah. one he was gonna say yes too he was gonna say yes no i was saying no no you were gonna say yes though why would i gonna say I yes saw that, like, i saw that look like, in your eye you're like yeah do yeah, will be a trick play like that you were thinking no i was, was thinking understand. like no
2: there's not gonna be a trick play so why are you asking that
0: i'm gonna say no as well i don't think there's gonna be a touchdown pass but i think there will be a trick play Well, I think there will be three passes thrown or three passers in the game.
1: Yeah. You said that, and that's why I asked that question because I did ask earlier if someone else was going to throw a pass basically. And, uh, the odds for yes are actually plus 450. And, you know, in the Super Bowl teams bring out their trick plays all the time. And I just think that, you know, there's a, there is a chance that someone just throws a deep bomb and.
2: I could really get screwed too if like one of the quarterbacks well, went down.
0: Yes. I could see that. Like you know where the, the game, the the Eagles and the Patriots ran the same play, yes. and the both both QBs scored a touchdown. Exactly,
1: that's what I mean. Like it's just yeah.
0: I, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say something. Something's gonna happen, especially if you when you get into those goal line sets. Yes. You know, they're they're gonna bring out a play you haven't seen before. See, I just talked you into it. Yeah. You did. Especially 450, plus 450, I was like, yeah, I got to take that. Yeah. I, I can't let that action go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See? But what's
0: the no pay? What's the no pay? Like minus 500? Uh,
1: no p- pay. Minus 850. Oh, shit.
0: Oh, get that shit out of here. We're going yes all day on that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I found that. I just, yeah. All right. Um, Will... A TD be overturned by a replay?
0: No. A non-TD will be overturned by a replay.
1: So you're saying that a non-TD, so something that wasn't a TD, will be? They'll say it's incomplete, but it's going to be a complete touchdown. I don't have the odds on that one. Sorry.
2: Yeah, I can see that happening. So I'm going
1: to go with no. Will the total combined points of this Super Bowl? Break the NFL Super Bowl record of seventy-six points total, total combined.
2: No, it said seventy-six.
1: Yeah,
0: it was twenty-seven, twenty-four when yeah. they played in like week. So no way. They added another forty points to that, or thirty points to that game. No, twenty-five points to that game. Twenty-six points. Somebody give me a calculator.
2: <laughs> well, that was like what thirty or no? They put up
0: a fifty. 50- it was, it was 51. we need another 20, 26 points to overtake that.
2: Yeah, so no. So it's another like four touchdowns.
1: So both with no? No. Okay, just so you guys know, the, the record was set in January. Uh, it was set January 29th, 1995, when the San Francisco 49ers defeated the San Diego Chargers, Chargers 49 to 26. Wow. So. That's kind of like a Jones fun fact.
2: Jonesy's fun fact.
1: Will a team score two unanswered times in the game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I did that one because of the odds too. What are the odds on that one? Like yes, you don't even want to bet. And no is uh, plus 1,400 on the no's, but the yes is uh, plus 10,000. And my last one. Will there be a pass completion over 39 and a half yards?
2: Yes. Yes. Took you long enough.
0: Well, I was. I had to play out all the scenarios in my head. It's going to be Antonio Brown, by the way. Wow, just going right around the there. Or, or, or Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller is known for those as well. It's not going to be the Chiefs. It's going to be the Bucs. But the Chiefs are going to have a run over 40 yards. You can mark my words on that. Yeah. And Hill will probably have the run.
1: No, it'll be Edward Delaire right up the gut. And, uh, boys, that's all, that's all the props I have for you. Um, I just hope that, you know, we have a, a good game. Um, I looked at some other props, but they were like gimmicky, like how many times Donald Trump can be mentioned or Joe Biden or Jezel Bunchen going to be on TV. And I just thought, you know, keep the, keep the shit out of, out of this game and kind of keep it more to football. So, uh, that's all I got for you guys. What
2: about who's winning the to- the coin toss? Well, I don't even know who gets call to
0: call the toss. I think the Chiefs are,
1: The chiefs do. That's why I went with uh, just the
0: old-fashioned heads or tails, you know? All right, that's fine. Yeah, it, it depends what the Chiefs call, right? Yeah, K- like... They call, if they call heads, they're going to win it. If they call tails, they're going to lose.
1: <laughs> My other thing is, like, is it considered a win if they... Get it right, or is it a win if they receive the ball or defer the ball? Like, how do you decide? Too many, too many unclear things.
0: Um, one area we can be real clear on, and I want to hear from you boys. What uh, what's going to be on your table, Super Bowl Sunday? Oh what's boy. The, uh, the spread looking like what? What are uh, what are your favorite Super Bowl snacks?
1: Oh, guys, this is my favorite time of year. Um, this dates back to like, Kev. Remember when we were living. Uh, our student house and i think it was our first super bowl there we uh ordered a six foot sub that was our second that was our second super bowl even still like a beautiful six foot sub was just delicious um but uh this year i'm going with for sure chicken wings 100 percent chicken wings probably gonna have a pot of chili on the go because you know you can eat chili at any point during the day yeah and, uh, probably, uh, either a Zaw or a, uh, some pulled pork. you know, just, just a wide variety of stuff. And then definitely there will be some chips and dip for, for game Gotta time. Gotta get
2: me some chips and dip. I have my chip with a dip, dip with a chip, chip with a dip.
0: Uh, I'm assuming you're going to be at home because we're in COVID protocol
1: right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a cheat day. So...
1: Oh, it's it's a cheap day for sure, but
0: uh, have you learned a portion <laughs> control on uh, on these dishes, or uh, <laughs> are we, are we going to be getting uh, some leftovers delivered to us for the for the project?
1: <laughs> no, just like think about it. I got me, Chantel. I got Emmett. Emmett will eat within three slices of Zah by himself. What?
0: But you, but you've got you got a bowl, a pot of chili. Yeah,
1: I could eat. You got-
0: you got pulled pork.
1: I'm going to eat the chili at like... Sounds like wing. you got the cookie monster over there. You
0: got raw. You got chips
1: and <laughs> But if like, you don't understand, <laughs> I'm going to get up. I'm going to do all the shit I need to get done. It's all going to be done by noon. Noon, I'm going to the pond to play hockey with Emmett. We're going to play hockey for a couple hours. Come back, it'll be lunchtime. Eat the chili. That's out of the way. Done. Then we'll uh, we'll relax a little bit we'll place our wagers and then uh, we get into the pre-game meal which will probably be the Zaw you know then you need something for halftime so you go to the pulled pork and you go to the chicken ends <laughs> right and then during the game you're gonna be munching on chips that's just the way it is I
0: think, the, I think i think the pulled pork is extra i think you could i think you've got a good spread without the pulled pork i think i think that's that's extra you're <laughs> gonna regret it you know those uh, the quarantine pounds aren't gonna melt off this is the way you expect you all know, the I'm just, I'm, you know as, as a friend I'm just looking out for your your best you know your best interests i know you've been taking care of yourself you've been exercising you know yeah, i i think you can skip the pulled pork this week. Maybe do the pulled pork Saturday. Just do it Saturday. Get it out of the way. Start start early. You know, you start the spread. You know, maybe maybe there's a little leftover. You have a you have a, some pulled pork. You throw on the chili, or you uh you know you have a on on your eggs on for breakfast Sunday morning with that leftover, but you know you don't you don't need it during the game. You got enough. You, got enough you know to what on. I'm
1: gonna regret the pulled pork is Monday morning when I hit the treadmill. Oh. When I hit the treadmill on Monday and the, it's just seeping out of my pores. That's what I'm going to regret the fold for.
0: Yeah, your, your wife's going to regret it uh, Sunday night when like, <laughs> to keep it out of your pores and bed. You got the meat sweats going on. She's probably going to regret it
1: um, Sunday night at about 2 a.m. when I hit the, the ensuite bathroom. Because <laughs> when, you're, when you're just groaning, you're. <laughs> yeah. Because like, my stomach. It's either going to be a dead sprint to the bathroom or it's going to be one of those things where it's like, oh God, my stomach, there's just a brick inside there and I need to find a way to get it out of there.
2: All right, Kudo, what's up on your table? Well, first I want to know, how is uh, Jones washing all this down? How many beers are you having? Well, I don't know.
1: There's a case downstairs waiting for the Super Bowl, so we'll see how many.
2: Nestle quick. (laughs) Nestle quick. (laughs) Stir it up. Let's go.
1: Strawberry, strawberry quick. No, there's a case waiting downstairs for the Super Bowl. We'll see how many we get into, you know? You never know. Sometimes the Super Bowl goes from beer to rye pretty quickly. And that usually depends on how poorly my gambling is going.
0: (laughs) And how stiff that drink is. It's if you won that coin toss or not. That's usually
1: where it turns. Well, it's the anthem and then the coin toss. Those two right there. If I lose them both, I'm just like, I might as well just get another rye then. All right, what's on the table?
2: All right, well, I definitely got to have my chips. We all know I'm a chip lover. So I got to have the chips. Got to get my chicken wings in there because I love wings. Uh, I'm probably going to have some popcorn. Popcorn? Oh. Yes, you got to have popcorn. I got a popcorn maker. Chips chips and popcorn. Yes.
1: Are you going to tell us to get your popcorn ready?
2: I got to get my popcorn ready, okay? Get your popcorn ready because it's going to be a show. You know what they say, you shouldn't have that popcorn. And you got to have Nachos.
1: Ooh, nachos. That's a lot of fucking chips. (laughs) Salty (laughs) foods right there. That's what I like. (laughs) Right?
2: (laughs) I love my chips. I'm going to eat like three bags of chips along with some nachos and wings and some popcorn. I just want to say fucking chips,
1: popcorn, and nachos.
2: Well, yeah, because, you know, the first quarter I'll be eating like, you know, sour cream and bacon. Second quarter will be like barbecue third quarter will be like the nachos yeah and then
0: uh maybe for the end of the game some popcorn
1: there you go what
0: do you what do you eat when you're watching uh the weekend at halftime is that uh is that the gummy bears or uh, <laughs> or some sweet uh, berries
2: <laughs> or some nibs
0: All right, well I, i'm going uh i think i'm gonna have uh i'm gonna put a pot of chili on i'm gonna have a nice pot of chili i might do some some nachos, maybe just the nacho chips for the dipping in the chili. Maybe get some scoops. You know, get a get a, a chili scoop going. You go
1: definitely on. need a good vessel with uh, your chili. It's like it's like a spoon, but an edible spoon. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I haven't decided on chicken wings yet. Um, we'll we'll see. You know, I I'm like I'm a big app app guy. Um, like, I like the the matzo sticks. Uh, the jalapeno poppers like to get some of those going
2: pigs in a blanket.
0: Um, maybe my daughter likes those. So we might, uh, you might have to throw some of those out on the spread. You know, it really, really makes me look in the mirror and see what a fat piece <laughs> of shit i become when, uh, you know, when, you know, when I, when I look at all I consumed that night, um, I won't, I won't tell you what I consumed during the raw <laughs> rumble. I'll keep that to myself. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's I think that's pretty much it. I might, you know, might get a, some chips here, but we'll see how how I do with the other spread. Um, if I have a good enough spread, I don't need to snack. So, you know, if, if no, nobody's over, I don't need to throw chips out on the table. You know, if I if I want them, I'll go get them. But definitely no popcorn.
2: There's nothing wrong with popcorn. Love popcorn. I love my chips.
0: Could be half a bottle. Of, could be half a bottle of whiskey though. We'll see how that. of boy, get in you. Yeah. The Canadian government are really fucked up though. They really need to draw, move Family Day up to um, the day after Super Bowl. Like, why is it the week after? Like, it makes no fucking sense. Get it? Get it right after Super Bowl Sunday. That's when we need it. That's when we want. It, that's when we want our hungover Family Day.
1: <laughs> I agree.
0: Yeah. Figure it out, government.
1: I 100% agree. So uh, now that we've discussed props, we we've discussed food. We haven't discussed who we think is going to – oh, no, we did discuss who's going to win the game. Never mind. we yeah. track that.
0: Yeah, we got that. We're all on the Chiefs. Yeah, but I
2: think uh, I should change mine to Tampa Bay because I've been told that every time I bet against Tom, he wins. So if I bet on Tom, he's going to lose.
0: Yes, yeah, get that in there. Give us that reverse jinx. Cool. So I'm doing That's the reverse.
2: Good. I'm going Tampa Bay, and Tom's going to lose.
0: That sucks. I, you know, it's it's. You know, I, I feel for you. I know. I know how hard it's gonna be in your household for the next week. But, oh yeah. Uh, um, yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, we do. That's okay. Players. I've got a
2: nice couch I can sleep on, so it's okay. I hope it's comfortable. It's very comfortable.
0: Real quick, guys, I just want to give you some personal good news for me. Is uh, EA Sports announced today? They're bringing back the NCAA football games for the uh, the new gaming systems. Uh, there hasn't been a game since twenty fourteen. I don't know if this means they're going to play the players for using their likeness, if they're going to use fake players. I don't know. But the game's coming back. That's all I care about. Let's go. Get into that coaching carousel.
2: Nice. Some college football. I
1: like it. Kev's working his way up from college right on into the pros, eh?
0: That's right. You know, I'm going to – I'll be the next – whatchamacallum from uh, Trevor Lawrence. There you go. That's me. We talked about uh, my eating during the Royal Rumble. Uh, Royal Rumble came and went. Overall, semi-satisfied. Um, the the matches around the World Rumbles were okay. Uh, Drew McIntyre won, beat Goldberg, which was good. Kind of a longer match than I anticipated, but wasn't a great match overall. Um, Roman Reigns screwed Kevin Owens again, kept the title. I thought Kevin Owens was going to get that one. No transition champs on the men's side. And uh, no transition champs on the women's side as uh, Bailey beat Carmella. Uh, Carmella was looking good in that match though. You know, I know Kudo wanted to see more of that. I wanted to. Yes. I, I could have uh, used some more primetime Carmella the way she was going. Yeah. Um, the matches were pretty good. We ended up uh, there was uh, nine of us. We put a, we had a pool together. Uh, so we uh, we I did some random drafts for the nine guys that we had uh, streaming the the uh, uh, event together. Uh, made for some pretty good watching. So we ended up, each person got um, got three numbers uh, at random. And then we had uh, three shared positions. So the the top three, uh, one to three, four to six, and seven to nine, all got grouped together. And then we randomized the, the picks. Uh, it went. Uh, it was pretty good, pretty exciting, mate. Kudo ended up taking all our fucking money, though. Fucking right. Um, I don't know how that, how that happened, but uh, Kudo cashed in. All because of Ed. Yeah, Women's Event was pretty good. Um, Bianca Belair ended up winning. She came in the number three spot. Um, I think, Kudo, I think you were on her last week as a possible winner on the pod. Yes, I was. Um, Cha-ching. My my pick, um, what's her name? Alexa Bliss with The Fiend. Uh, she She was my pick. She came in around like number 26. She got beat up a little bit was going to transform into the fiend. And then like, as like she was going for her, they called it a metamorphosis. Um, they just threw her over the top rope. So she didn't, uh, didn't come through for me, but you know, if she had a metamorphosized, she definitely would have won that. Oh, match. for sure. Uh, Jones ended up uh, with Shayna Baszler in the draw and she had a pretty good match. She, she uh, scored five points for you. Uh, one of the shared teams had uh Nia Jax and she scored uh uh, I think three points Something like for, that, yeah. uh, for the shared team there. Yeah, so you. Yeah, I think you were leading after the uh, the women's match. Yeah, so he was. I was. Yeah. Uh, Kudo was like a point behind, or a half point behind, and then we got into the men's match. Edge and Orton entered one and two. Uh, they ended up going outside and and fighting outside of the ring to start the match, and uh, Edge ended up hitting Orton in the knee or the leg with a chair. And uh, Orton left with uh, you guys can see my air quotes here, leg injury. And uh Kuda thought, Kuda's like, oh I think it's a real injury. I think he's really hurt, guys. You see him, see the way he was treating the ref there, he's he's really hurt. But then they they had the camera on him all the way back to the locker room and then during the match they panned on him in the in the doctor's room, the trainer's room there. So everybody knows, you know, he's coming back. You know, he's not eliminated. He's coming back at some point in this match.
2: Yeah, but when they do that, you know, he's coming back. But when you when yeah, it first yeah. happened we, though, we, when we, it first we, happened though, he was he was selling it really good because he was looking at the the one ref and the one ref was even touching his earpiece as, as in like he was responding back to the, the back like the gorilla saying, "Hey, I think his knees really fucked." And it like looked like they were monsoon. acting like it was really fucked, and it was really good. And they sold it really good. And they never do that that well.
0: If it was if he was really hurt though, he would have gone back into that ring and got fucking knocked over the top rope. No, <laughs> there's no way. They just say like you're out, fuck this, he's out.
2: But obviously, I fell for it at the beginning and then realized, okay, he's coming back.
0: Yeah, yeah, they made a fool out of you. Yes, too. they did. Um, anyways, we get through the match. You know, a lot of uneventful storyline throughout um edge's longtime partner uh christian returns he uh comes back into the rumble makes his uh in in ring uh return he's there at the end braun Strowman comes in at number 30 he's fucking eliminated people left right and center edge and christian team up they get an assisted elimination of braun Strowman. uh seth rollins then eliminates uh christian i think it was seth rollins anyways we're pretty sure We'd have to check the uh, the, check tape, the tape, but uh, we're pretty sure it was Seth Rollins. Um, and then Edge eliminates Seth Rollins. Everybody thinks, oh, Edge won. And then Randy Orton comes back with an RKO out of nowhere, except for everybody that knew he was coming back, <laughs> knew the RKO out of nowhere was coming. Uh, but he gets the RKO, but then Edge jumps right back up and then eliminates Randy Orton right away and wins the Royal Rumble. So Kudo, who ended up with the number one pick. We all thought we thought that they announced one was going to be Orton and two was yeah. going to be Edge. A was so pissed off when he found out that Edge was number one and not Orton. He was so mad he was like he was cursing. He was ready to leave the pool. He was, he was phoning it in. He was threatening to uh, uh, leave the legal stream that we had going on. <laughs> um, it was rigged. <laughs> I mean, it was Kudo wins. have won the pot, uh, and that was it for wrestling. Uh, for uh, the road to the Royal Rumble, now we're on the road to WrestleMania. The official
2: road to the WrestleMania. Uh, we, we
0: so we left that pit stop at the Royal Rumble. We're back on the, on the road and, uh, and head towards the uh, uh, WrestleMania. Um, big move in the MLB last week. Uh, Nolan Arenado gets traded from the Colorado Rockies to the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, I don't even know if they've announced the package of players in return yet. Uh, the biggest thing is that the Rockies are sending $50 million of contract relief along with them. And Arenado gets an additional guaranteed year on his contract for I think $15 million, and he gets an additional opt-out. So now he's got two opt-outs in his contract. He can opt out after next season. He can opt out after the following season. I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Arenado one of the best players in baseball. Uh, I don't know why the Rockies would trade him. Apparently, he wanted out, so they obliged. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on in Colorado. Yeah, they there's a bit of a stuff. falling out there, wasn't there? Yeah, it sounded like the owner said some stupid things, and then Arenado was like, okay, well, yeah. I don't want to be here then. And uh, they traded him. They they claim they're not rebuilding, but I don't know how you move Arenado and are not in a rebuilding stage. I don't know what, you, what you're you going to replace him with unless you're going to spend that money right away on uh, free agents and try to make a run. And then uh, Trevor Story is a free agent, their next best player. He's a free agent after next season, so, you know, really no incentive for him to want to stay in Colorado at this point so uh we'll see what happens with that uh the other news in the MLB this week was uh the owners or the league tabled an offer to the players it was for uh 154 game season that was going to start one month late uh because of COVID they wanted to delay spring training so they were going to start uh beginning of May or end of April. Um it's gonna be 154 game season, so eight games less than the regular 162. Uh but they were gonna get their full 162 pay. Um but there was going to be a universal DH used, so naturally would have a DH and the extended playoff format that we saw last year would be uh in place again for this season. MLB Players Association just flat out rejected the approval and did not counter so now the MLB is like, well, well, I don't know what the fuck you guys want us to do. Like, okay, I guess we're going, I guess we're going to regular format. Like, you know, the the moves seem to be made logically by the owners. I, like I'm not usually a pro owner guy in these kind of situations, but you know, everything seems logical to me. Okay. Less games, full pay, start later for safety purposes. Um, You know, we have uh we have a longer playoff and a D and a universal DH players apparently want the universal DH anyways. They just don't want to give it away for free. Um, so it's, it's just one of these fucking things that's so stupid. And so like since last season ended, you think the players association would be preparing for, you know, when they got this from, you know, this is what we want to see for next season, but they haven't done jack shit. And now they just fucking reject this offer no counter. And it's like, okay, what, what do we do? Have you guys been following this at all?
1: I haven't been following it. Um, I uh, I was kind of wondering why they reject rejected the proposal in the first place. Like, I feel like it was a pretty like good proposal by the league. Um, like, they're not even really like the season's not going to end much later I don't think right wasn't it like a week later than when it ends now Um, they get a month longer to start like a month they start a month later which for me like even when you think about these teams and like Minnesota and all that like if they're playing in their home parks like that's great for them because the cooler weather is kind of gone right so like you gotta think like I think I don't know I just don't understand why they rejected it and why they didn't?
0: Yeah, count I don't, on I don't it. know whether I don't know. Sorry, I don't know whether they were planning to bubble again for the playoffs, which maybe may have been a factor because you get you know you get cold weather in the northern, you know, as you get into late October, into November, it sucks in the playoff baseball for those teams. But it doesn't. I think I think the ultimate thing is the players want to use the universal DH as some sort of you know big. Bargaining, leveraging chip, and okay, yeah, we're going to give you the universal DH, but we want, you know, an extra 5% of the revenue share or something like that. And I think they they feel that if they, with last year giving it, if they give it again this year uh, without getting anything, you know, additionally on on that front in their um, bargaining, that they're just giving it away for free because it's been two years now and it's hard to go back. but I don't think, you know, they should have kind of had a, some sort of counter ready. Like it's, it seems that the players want to have the universal DH. They don't, the pitchers don't care to hit or most of the pitchers, I'll say, don't care to hit. And it just creates extra job opportunity for the guys that yeah. can hit, but can't field. Right. So, um, it, it's a, kind of a win-win for the players association or the majority of them anyways, but it doesn't make sense to me why they didn't have a uh, kind of a backup for, you know, okay, we're going to reject your addition, your initial offer, but you know, it's, we're close, you know, it just seemed like they weren't close, but then it's like, okay, well, now you want the MLB to come back and offer more when, you know, you didn't offer you know, you didn't come back with anything for them to even think about, right? It was just no.
1: Yeah. Like I can't say I'm in negotiations, but like, usually you, you receive one, you kind of counter back with stuff that you want and you kind of go from there, right? Like, now you're just saying no and, okay, guess what we want kind of thing, right? Like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, usually a give
1: and take and it's like there's no given, you know, there was no, there
0: was no take, no give, it was just no. Yeah. And then the, so the owners are like, okay, well, you know, I, I guess, you know, our option or the only option we have left now is, you know, we start, we start early, which, you know, puts you guys at risk more, you know, with COVID cause we're, you know, that much further from, you know, we'd be that much closer to a vaccination if we, we delay a month. Yeah. Right. Now it's okay. Well, you know, we just go and start and you know, we're not going to have any fans in the stands. We're not going to have any fans in spring training, you know, you guys aren't going to leave, you know, it's, they've got to you know they're going to be under covid protocols that much longer it's just kind of i don't know it doesn't make a lot of sense to me but
1: yeah and, and you gotta think um i was just about to bet on leon dreisaitl's score and as i'm doing it he fucking scored of course he did um what was i gonna say yeah you gotta think that like you hear joe biden talking about how he wants to have 100 people 100 million people vaccinated in his first 100 days in office so like if I was a player sitting there thinking about this, there's 320 odd million people in the United States, right? So what are the chances that they're going to be in one of the first hundred million people? There's probably because of their age, I would say they're older people, like not older, but they're in the older bracket. Like I feel like kids, because they're not really affected by it as much are going to be one of the last groups of people vaccinated. So you'd say, okay, when's a hundred days, right it's basically three months just over three months so january february march that's like middle of april he's wanting to get this done by so why not push your season back and say okay well maybe there's a great chance that we're going to be vaccinated we can plan our home diamonds we can um maybe even have fans in the stands uh scattered out like some of the nba NBA teams are doing like i don't know to me it's kind of a no-brainer to push the season back and let some of this stuff take its course.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. Like, especially, I think as you get closer to that goal, there's going to be more private sale available. So the the you know even if they're not jumping the line, if they're just saying, hey, you know, wh- whenever you're ready to sell to us, and then they're like, okay, well, we've met the hundred million doses. You know, we can sell you uh, you know the ten thousand doses you need for for the MLB now. Yeah. And you know, mid-April, they're all getting vaccinated, and you know, they're leading the they're leading the charge for the the vaccination. Yeah. I imagine in the states, there's probably a lot of people that are are going to be resistant to to vaccination. There's probably there's probably fifty million people in the U.S. that still think that COVID's a hoax.
1: <laughs> like, I think you're thinking more like 72 million people that voted for Donald Trump, but yeah.
0: No, no. I'm thinking that, like some Donald Trump people are are educated, but like I I think there's probably people that didn't vote, and there's like I, I would say like probably a sixth of their population, like being that 50 million, probably thinks that it's still a hoax. Yeah, oh, for like, sure. Just, it is what it is, and, and not and not leaning one side or the other. I'm sure there's still people on the and uh, the conservative side that thinks that, think it's a hoax and don't think it's uh you know it, it just is what it is. Yeah. Anyways, you talked about uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Um Sounds like he's continuing his hot play because he and Connor McDavid had quite the night. Uh, what was it? Sunday night? Sunday night, yeah. What, these, 11 points combined? Something, something along the 11
1: line? 11 points. Uh, six assists yep. for Dreisaitl. And I think it was a goal, two goals. and
0: One goal, goal. for this. I think. Yeah, maybe
1: something like that, yeah. Crazy. Just, just toward, like, the Oilers are up.
0: How far behind is, uh, is Mitch Marner falling in the uh, in the points? Well, board? we can
1: check that out for you. I was just about to say the Oilers are up 3-0 right now. McDavid's got two assists, and Dreisaitl's got a goal. So,
0: Did Cahoon score?
1: No. Nurse and RV. Uh leaders.
0: Good for pooley
1: Mitch Marner is now eight points behind the new leader in points, Connor McDavid.
0: Well, that's okay. McDavid can win. That's fine. What do you mean? It's anybody can win. You bet Dreisaitl. You bet no, that I didn't. Dreisaitl wins, and I bet that Marner wins.
2: No, I get any player besides Marner because then we had no. to. Yeah, because no. you got the better no, no, odds.
0: No no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no, we no, put no, out no. the
2: better odds.
0: No, it was a specific one for one bet. No, it wasn't. You're, you're, oh, do I need to pull? Let's. You, you're. We know who the new producer is here. Why don't you get the, the transcripts out, but uh hondo p we agreed that you were betting on your horse i was betting on my horse we bet the difference in their uh in their ratings but if nobody else if somebody else wins nobody wins
2: yeah because i gave you the better odds because my guy was like five times because as- your guy's fucking brutal bitch marner
1: well he is third and then NHL he gets points point
0: leader hosk picks marner kudo picks streisaitl that two four for Haas six for Kudo. So if if Dreisaitl was six to one, you get a six pack. Marner was twenty four. All right, one. well Dry is going to end With up some, ahead of, he bitch of Marner
2: anyway, so I win. This game is called I win. I, I win. I like it. it. It is. is. It's, it's I win.
1: <laughs> I have a two, a four, we'll about a that. six.
2: <laughs> I win. See, Jones gets what I'm trying to get at. No matter
1: what, I win. <laughs> what are your cards? I got a six, a five, a jack, a four, and an eight. I win.
2: What do you mean you win? I had a hand just like that before. I didn't win. Because I win. This is
0: bullshit. All right, take it easy, man. There are times different
1: cards, he still wins. Go eat your ketchup. <laughs> and spit your loogies. Scuba as... Steve. <laughs> Spit loogies. (laughs)
0: Um, COVID is really running rampant in the NHL right now. Um, Central division seems to be the one most affected. uh, But I saw Vegas had uh, some games postponed. Yeah, just crazy what's going on. Like, uh, are you guys worried at all about? the season being completed uh, do you think that division is going to be cut short like are they going to be you know playing a modified schedule you're only playing one schedule so it's easy to probably you know figure it out within your division
1: yeah i don't think each team is going to make it like i don't think they're going to make it to every division having the same amount of games played um i think the central division is going to end up with probably like ten ten 10 games less then, uh, at least the North Division, as of the way it looks right now, like they're the one that's looking to be holding strong, anyways. Um, I know definitely, I know Boston and New Jersey would cancel tonight because New Jersey has like 14 players on the COVID list or something like that. So, yeah, I think that, uh, I think the, uh, you'll see the North Division probably get all their games in knock on wood and, uh, the rest of them will probably be a shortened, shortened schedule, and then from there, they'll uh, they'll make it work.
0: I don't uh, I don't disagree. They'll have to. I think that's probably the nice thing is they're playing within the division, so they just have to make it work within yeah. the division. So if one division is playing points percentage, everybody else is playing points, then you know it is what it is.
1: Yeah, exactly. Is there anything else you boys want to talk about in the NHL other than the uh, other than that?
2: Actually, I got a fun fact.
1: Oh, okay. We can't, we can't let
2: Kudo go without a fun fact. So my fun fact of the week.
1: Kudos. Fun facts.
2: Nick Suzuki is the first Montreal Canadian player, aged 21 or younger, to record at least eight points through the team's first nine games of a season since Saku Koivu, who had 13 to start off the 1996-1997 season, and that's your kudo fun fact of the week.
0: Go Habs, go baby! Woo! It, it's hard. It you know it's hard to recall Saku being like that good as a young player. I thought you were gonna give us something like. Since uh, Boom Boom uh, <laughs> uh initial team in 1960. I, uh, like, Sack of Koibu in 97. That wasn't getting me, uh, getting me riled up the yeah, same way there. Too. I think like
1: you are going back to like Maurice Rocket Richard. Or...
0: No,
2: no. I just had to give my Habs a, a little. Uh,
1: or the Pocket Rocket.
2: The Pocket Rocket, baby.
1: <laughs> like. Henri. Yeah. Um,
2: well, I could give you another one. A dry sidle one if you'd like.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that'll be a more fun fact.
2: All right. Well, Seidel is the first Oiler player with six assists in a game since Paul Coffey, who did it on March fourteenth, nineteen eighty-six, and he did that against the Detroit Red Wings.
1: Six assists. Yep. Wasn't didn't Wayne Gretzky have seven assists in the game? Isn't that the record for the Oilers? Yeah, it is yeah, in but a game.
0: Coffey did. It at, after yeah. Gretzky got seven. So that's why it I thought Gretzky got seven.
1: In. I thought Gretzky got seven after 86. No, it was be before 86.
0: It was 86, but coffee was 87. Didn't you, is that what you said? No,
1: 1986
0: was coffee. Maybe it was later in that same season. Maybe. Who knows? Don't challenge the fun fact. You take all the fucking fun out of the fun <laughs> fact. Don't be don't. a mosque.
1: Hey, someone's got to challenge it. Guys, anything else left on uh, on hockey? No, but I do have a ba- basketball note. I know that I um, just want to let the listeners know that uh, Fred Van Fleet set a new Raptors franchise, franchise record and an NBA franchise record for most points um, with 54 tonight. And for the NBA record, it's the most... Points by an undrafted player in a single game with 54 points. Did they win? They did win.
0: Are they back to 500 now? They gotta be close. Um, they're getting well. there.
1: I'll let you know in about one second here. And
2: was that another uh, Jones fun fact?
1: They're actually 9 and 12. Yeah.
2: Well, they're
0: getting close. Yeah. Closing around a playoff spot. There you go. Yeah, that wasn't another Jones fun fact, kudo. We're gonna have to get him a Team Song. Jonesy's
1: fun fact. Two, two in one night. Like. Oh.
2: You're all over it. You got the props and a fun fact. You're like taking over the show now.
1: Just, just rolling.
2: All
0: right. So we have a special treat for you guys right now. Uh, we have another public service announcement from Ron Purple.
2: Hey, sports fans. This is Ron Purple with another public service announcement. Brought to you in part by into Sports and Stuff podcast. LeBron. Please be sure to avoid any and all real housewives sitting courtside in Atlanta, especially if you're going to call it her man. Otherwise, you'll be putting a body bag on social media when she dunks on you and drags her nuts across your forehead. Thank you. This has been a public service announcement. Now let's get back to the show.
0: Thanks, Ron. We definitely won't mess with those housewives of Atlanta. Jackpot. All right, guys, let's, uh, let's just get into our... Uh... A rare stakes here. Uh, new format, new me. Um, how did uh, how did you guys do last week? Was you know any uh, any change in results? What did you pick and uh, what did you like? How did it go?
2: Well, I changed up my whole format. I went from doing spread picks in football to just doing over and unders in the uh, NHL.
0: I saw that. How did it go for you?
2: Okay, I guess I was five hundred, so I was two and two.
0: Well, that's all right, two and is not bad. Did you win money?
2: Uh, pretty much broke
0: even. Yeah, probably small loss. How about you, Jones? How did you do? Um,
1: you know i was uh, I was one and three. I went with a totally new strategy on picking a couple small like parlays to get me some some plus money action. I kind of screwed myself because I went uh, I, winners I had. I had six winners and only three losers on all the the games I picked but those losers uh they crush your parlays so uh I'm gonna try and mix it up a little bit better this week and uh hopefully pick a couple uh get a couple winning parlays and you know I only ended up down I think like a couple bucks so it wasn't wasn't all for for loss that's not so terrible. And uh, I think we're supposed to call you Mr. Bet Builder now, if I'm not mistaken.
0: That's that's the name on the street. Um, you know, I did uh, I did two Bet Builders. They both hit, made a nice profit. I had uh, in the Bayern Munich uh, Hoffenheim game, I had a halftime, full-time Bayern Munich result that hit, along with Robert Lewandowski scoring over three goals in the match and both teams to score in the match. Uh, so that was a nice win for me. And then I also had a, another smaller builder. I had the same, uh, half full-time result for Inter Milan. And then I had over two goals in the match for both teams combined. Um, and that hit for me. So I was in. those were two nice, uh, nice victories for me. Uh, but then I lost both of my, uh, my full-time, uh, money line results in Tottenheim and, uh, Borussia, Mooch and Glaubach, they both fucked me. So I, I won my, my builders which had you know high less odds of success I'll say, but I lost my fucking money liner. So who fucking knows? Yeah. All bet builders this week, maybe. There you go. Four bet
1: <laughs> ten bet builders, that's what I want to see right there.
0: Can I can I bet build uh Super Bowl props?
1: You can try. I will I will tell you this though, that uh Bet365 Super Bowl props are awful compared to what you can find on Bodog. So keep that in mind if you are looking to bet some props. Fair enough. I'll keep that in mind.
0: Uh, Rip Boys, anything else for
1: us? Uh,
2: yes. I will probably get in shit if I don't mention this, so I'm going to have to mention it. That uh, Dustin Pedroia retired this year or this week. So I just got to give a shout-out to, uh, you know, Carly, a Red Sox fan there. Pedroia was the uh, 2007 Rookie of the Year, 2008 Silver Slugger, 2008 uh, American League MVP. He was a three-time world champion, four-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glover, and he was eighth all-time in hits in the Red Red Sox history. That's a little Pedroia shout-out.
0: Is he a Hall of Famer?
2: Yes, he'll be a hall of famer.
0: Um, it's very nice of you to throw that in for Carly after you uh, put the cuck on her uh, Tom Brady. Uh, but you know, whatever. Try to brownie points back in the show. <laughs> Got respect. <laughs> I forgot to put this sound in when I introduced uh, WWE. Though I'll get better. I'll get it next time. This is uh, this is a, my 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 favorite WWE reaction. It's still real to me. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was your reaction when uh when randy orton got that that knee injury yeah it's real, it's <laughs>
2: Def- real he's actually <laughs> <there>.
0: <laughs> it definitely
2: was oh you got me good on that one all right anything else oh i think we're good all right well thanks everyone for joining us for our 36th episode we really appreciate all the love and support
1: please give us a follow on instagram at into sports and stuff
2: and
0: follow us on Twitter at into
2: sports stuff. No and in that one. Feel free to send us your personal picks of the week, and let us know any topics you want us to talk about on the show.
1: Check out T Public and Me Undies in the show notes. And hey,
0: everyone! So, a pair of Me Undies. Me Undies are ridiculously comfortable clothing made from ethically sourced micromodule fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. Make sure you jump online and visit the link in the show notes to check out all the cool products that MeUndies has to offer. Their selection is more than just underwear. They've also got robes, socks, slippers, hoodies, joggers, and more lounge and comfort wear. They have plain flat colors or adventurous prints and designs including Star Wars and Harry Potter themes. Simply go to getcomfy.in forward slash v forward slash into sports and stuff to check it out and save 20% on your first order. Check out the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe on your podcast choice.
2: We'll see you next week, and we'll get into sports and stuff. Hey, Mario from Woodbridge, hit the music. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Ciao.